0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We do, we do. Who needs a mixtape? You do, you do. Who makes a mixtape? We do, we
1: do. Who needs a mixtape?
2: Our mixtape, raise the roof and move your feet. Come along and laugh with our mixtape. So come on and listen to our mixtape. Sing along with clap to the beat. Settle in and listen to our mixtape. And now the music finishes. Enjoy your
1: 4 sandwiches. Some pork chops
0: sandwiches. It kind of crosses Ooh, my mind. Massage. Thank you. All. How many times have we heard that song? I don't know, but we heard it again tonight because you have joined us here on the Mixed Day Podcast. And I'm. <laughs> that was good, guys. I'm Jason <laughs> Emmett. Totally unplanned. I'm Casey Masterpiece. <laughs> And, um, Twisted Kid Man. That was unplanned. It was, it was good, guys. Yeah. You were just, you were both in sync with different stuff, but it worked. Yeah. Appreciate appreciate it. Appreciate it. Some it like good say stuff.
2: we're very
0: much in sync. And simpático. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, this is a very special episode for a couple of reasons. As you hear, I'm not by myself right now. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, well, what? I was, guys. I was by myself for a few minutes on the last episode, uh, just to yeah. introduce. And then, then we had a crazy full house, literally full house, man. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time though, with the guys from behind the funny, we had a blast. Um, there's yes. so much that you didn't hear. Mm-hmm. I do recommend going and um,
2: a lot of stuff you couldn't hear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's stuff that nobody will hear, but if you go yeah. over and listen to their release of the episode, you'll get like a whole different version. So uh, you should go over and check it out. Uh, I think there's is probably up by now, and you can go over and listen there. And there'll be a bunch of stuff that we didn't that didn't make it into our episode uh, for two reasons. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. One, but we won't tell.
0: Okay. One for as offensive as we Shh, get, sometimes I don't want to get that offensive. And two, well, I wanted it to be so you guys could go over there and get a new experience because I want you to, guys to go listen to Behind the Funny. Yeah. There's awesome. also
2: a third version of this. That no There's one gonna would going to be two audio versions. Yeah. And a third video option. Which I'm in for a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, for a couple of minutes. And Kevin does not make an appearance at all. He's
0: a cat. Um, and Matt yeah, is. A, a uh, Matt gets a lot of close up attention.
2: So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My face was giant most of the time. Oh, Matt. Matt. You were the face of the pie. Matt, Matt, um, sweetie. So your you your head's always
0: that big, my friend.
2: For better or worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am the guy that pointed out a specific guitar tone and oh god, twelve string. Stop it! You know, stop something. it. God, I hope I hope you like eat hey, something. Lockwood. what's up?
0: I hope you eat something you're slightly allergic to, and you have amnesia, but I only forget that thing, so we don't have to hear about it. Oh, man,
1: it looks like a very specific <laughs> little rant right
0: there. Just, I don't want anything <laughs> else to okay. happen. Just forget that one thing that you knew. Yeah,
2: forget that one specific. <laughs> I want to say something because part of your brain to just underdevelop for a minute, and you forget one core memory—just
0: <laughs> one memory that really doesn't just affect one. your life at all.
2: I <laughs> uh, remember that time you were riding a bike. Yeah, but guess what? You don't remember the fact that you nailed that it was a Rickenbacker twelve-string on in one episode. Shut the fuck up. Never
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want Stop to say something. Me, you, bitch. you said. Uh, you said. Uh, I don't know. Forget what you know or whatever. It made me think of Willow. And <laughs> well, that's like the line forget what you know or what you think you know. And I told you guys I was watching it and I didn't really care for the yeah, first episode.
2: Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the third episode and it's, it's getting a lot better though. It's getting better. Getting better. Yeah. Very oddly placed modern day music. Though. Yeah. There's a, and and like some like, of them come on, man. It's got to be like orchestral shit. It's fucking right. Willow. And some Why of them got to have Metallica in it. Well, they also some of them okay, speak
0: like they're like not from like the like modern speech like it yeah. i don't it's like i don't know
2: yeah i'm going to kick all your asses like this is But it's little. getting but it's yeah. getting
0: better. There was a rush in introducing the characters and we're starting to get a little yes. bit of character development. I'm
2: really liking Borman. Bo- Borman? Yeah, Borman?
0: but that's Borman? what I mean. It took a few minutes like yeah. when they first introduced him it's like here we're going to throw this character in you're supposed to just like him, okay?
2: Yeah. I'm
0: like, "Well, that's kind of rushed." He's like a shadowy character like for a while it's and amazing. then
2: all of a sudden he's a main dude. I right.
0: I think they just maybe needed to add an episode in the beginning, like an uh, extra episode where we got a little more character yeah. development. So yeah. but it is getting better. I will say I am starting to enjoy it. So
2: I I like All some right. of the humor they've decided to put in there. Yeah, some of it. And yeah. Ward yeah. War Davis I, I, like, is during the battle scene. What what should I do? What should I do? I don't know, go shiv someone. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay.
0: Ward Davis is great, of course. Yeah. You know.
2: You can so. tell him spending a lot of time with Ricky Gervais is kind of rebellious. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, what I'm saying is, overall, I'm
0: starting to enjoy it. So I'm glad that it's out there. I guess it's it's content yeah. and, and it's pretty good. So yeah, the first episode was the new a little
2: version rough. Of is too.
0: What episode are you in? Three. Three. I haven't. I'm not. I'm only part way through three. I keep falling asleep. It happens. You know.
2: <laughs> i i have as well but i wake up and finish it
0: Ooh, do you think but. they're in the same universe
2: i like to think so Yes, princess
0: bride and willow are in the same they yeah. should be if they're not they should be yeah. it kind of makes sense i feel like yeah so Okay. Cool. so this is the uh final official episode of this season and then we um there'll be some some bonus content if you're not over checking out the uh YouTube channel. You'll get the the audio versions of like Killer Clowns and stuff like that. But you should go over and watch it on our YouTube channel because, well, it's visually stunning. You get
2: to see it. It's really fun. Yeah. Visually stunning. Stunning. Air quotes. Stunning. James Cameron
0: calls it a masterpiece.
2: Not Uwe not. Uwe calls it a film.
0: <laughs> Uwe Boll calls it
2: better <laughs> than most things I've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better than House of the Dead. God, whatever happened to Uwe Boll? <laughs> Uh, he's a boxer, from what I understand. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. Let's let's goog. Let's give it
0: a goog. Goog. Um, but we are getting ready. We're going to take a. We'll be off a German few weeks. there'll there will still be some stuff coming down the line, obviously, um, but not anything you know. Official episodes. We'll be off for a few weeks during the holidays, and then we kick back uh, into season four, uh, and we got some. Really cool shit planned, man. Season four is going to be even bigger and better than season three. And season three was better than season two. And God, they're all better than season one. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Slide Whistle Love yeah, or Slide Whistle. Yeah, I think we should compose a song called Slide Whistle Love. <laughs> just like, this <laughs> is it. like a new version love. of Radar Love. <laughs> slide Whistle
1: Love. Slide
3: whistle
1: love Come sliding in from above <laughs> Come on
2: Slide whistle love
0: uh, We're going to make that happen oh We already got another yeah. song Show me them titties So <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back
2: yeah, uh, that nice callback.
0: There's some lyrics to that one out there. We just got to figure out who can yeah. <laughs> write some music yeah. for us. We got to make Matt get on that. Matt, pick up yeah, the guitar. Got, start got, playing. I'll
2: bust out the guitar again. Play the three chords.
0: I know. <laughs> that's, hey, man. A lot yeah. of bands, the Ramones included, have, chords have, in the truth, have, man. have made a qu- occasionally four, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> but they've made a very good living off those, those three chords. Those are what you call
2: prog bands. Yeah. They've made a really Genesis. good living. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, Genesis, I think they've had more than three chords. Oh, I
2: know. That was the joke. <laughs> so I got like
0: five. We kind of waited and we've been teasing like crazy. If you're out there on our social media, uh, we have that social media, Mastodon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're out on all those, but easiest ways go to the website. We tell you this every week. Uh, your mix our the mix, mixtapepod.com. I do that every week too. The Themixtapepod.com is the easiest way to find out our social media. It's also the best way to find out who's going to be on an episode. And we've been teasing this one, and at this point you already know who it is because you read the damn title,
2: but we got to, oh my god, dude. Or or they listened to the Behind the Funny uh, interview. Where we, where we announced, announced it, it live, live. Yeah. We were
0: live on the air. We announced this week's guest. And dude, oh my god. Like, yeah. it was the craziest thing that could have happened. Like, I didn't see it happening. It was I got a line most spontaneous. It really was. And and fast. So I got, I got a line. I got a line on a contact for Jim chemo West. And I sent him out an email and I figured, okay, well maybe a couple of weeks or if we hear back at all. Well, it wasn't, it was a day and he's like, Hey, let's do it this weekend. And then we had like two days to prepare. And then we got to that day and we had major technical difficulties and everything fell apart. Yeah, and we got to talk to him, but it, we didn't get to talk to him long. But he was awesome and gracious. And he's like, "Yes, it's okay. Let's schedule it on this day, and I'll come back and I'll talk to you guys." So, a few days and later, it
2: ended up being better quality and everything. Yeah, really, the whole the whole process so
0: it really was because the first time we had him on a cell phone, and then this time we didn't. The whole process yeah,
2: he had a limited time
0: went from that moment. email. To technical difficulties to actual episode in a week, like
2: that's yeah. that's
0: moving pretty fast. Like it doesn't always yeah. happen that fast. Um, Some of
2: our interviews are like months in planning advance planning, and so yeah, it happens. Like Andre Gower took several months, yeah, to get him just to be able and, right to get time yeah, when he just wasn't to, busy to get scheduled. Yeah. And
0: it's amazing because Jim is actually very busy, but he just he told me he kind of had that gap in between stuff right then, and it was yeah. just. He was sort of available. So for us, this was huge, like just majorly huge, because if you don't know, uh, Jim Kimo West is the guitar player for Weird Al. He's been Weird Al's guitar player for 31 years. He's literally played on every single Weird Al album except for the very first one. Um, He's been on all of them since then. He's been in most of his music videos. He performs uh, almost every concert live with them. So when you're talking... When you're talking, like, the band, you know, the Weird Al's band, like, these guys are all, they've just all been with him forever.
2: They're the guys.
0: They are the guys. So, it was kind of a huge, huge deal for us to get him on the show. And we were kind of like, we wanted to talk to him, so he has his own solo career, which we do discuss with him because he does uh, help me here slack key slack key right that's what it's called Slack key guitar which i knew very little about so we talked to him about slack key guitar he slack key guitar he actually just won a grammy for his slack key guitar work and the solo albums he puts out Dude, swear to god everybody we talked to is cool and every time i think they can't get cooler we talk to somebody cool that is just like blows me away and super nice guy like incredibly nice guy and it's weird for me cuz I tell I think I tell him in the interview it's like being with it's like you're like talking to royalty for us like this is huge yeah. like this guy literally hangs out with Weird Al on a regular basis um, not a bad life no no, no he's not. had a great life from according to him gets you to know put on a fat suit and, you know, <laughs> a gets to teenage. dress up like a jedi <laughs>
2: yeah that's that right there is cool enough yeah so, but you're doing that with Weird Al.
0: So we talk oh, yeah. to him about you know his solo stuff, but we do discuss you know working with Al and what what Al is like, yeah. and and just he talks a little bit about Weird Al and some of the experiences they've had on the road, and of course we ask him certain questions. And then and I'm not going to spoil them, but I do want to yeah, say if you, I want you guys to go look at a picture. Oh the
2: answer is yes. He has. So, he <laughs> yes, Spoiler. He, he has.
0: The one question we always ask. His answer was we yes. We
2: asked, yes, we did indeed ask Weird Al's guitar player, <laughs> "Have you ever met or had any interaction with
0: Weird <laughs> with Al?" Weird Al. Okay. He's like, "Oddly enough, no." Uh so, yeah, I want you guys to look guy. go look at a picture. I'm not going to say anything beyond I'm not going to tell you what his answer was, but I want you to go look at a picture of him. We actually obviously we have him on the show art. And we asked him which Muppet he would be, and his answer to me was perfect. Like, he's like, I guess that works. I'm like, no, no, that works. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. great. So, great interview. Awesome time. We saved it purposely just so we could have it for our finale for the season because,
2: guys, guess what? What? Our vision board's coming true. That's <laughs> so weird. Oh, my God. The secret. <laughs> <laughs> We're key. manifesting it on our vision board. Yeah. We're going to put some some things in the hope chest and we're going to we're going to manifest it. We're going to oh light boy, some incense. Gonna we're going to hang up a few dream catchers <laughs> all over yeah. the walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They really do I catch, catch stage your dreams my house real quick. I just got to make sure that uh, like who fun b- fact, I've actually made many dream I've catchers. I've
0: made a few dream catchers in my life too.
2: I actually entered them into the 4H State Fair.
0: This is a weird brag.
2: Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not trying to brag or nothing but I, I make a I'm mean dream brag, catcher. Yeah, yeah, I
2: made was, a uh, few dream catchers. <laughs> I was quite the crafty child. Yeah, I was I knew my way good. around some deer sinew. Pretty talented yeah. in 4H. I'm just saying. that mm-hmm, was really good. It's
0: because of me they considered a fifth H, but you know, didn't mm. happen. But they were like, no,
2: <laughs> hotness will not be the fifth H. I gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> head, heart, hands, and health. <laughs> we can't include hotness as well, because then we'd have to include that.
0: We already got kicked out for health. Um, so, I just got to say, honest to God, seriously, who knew, man? When we started this freaking show, who knew? Like, who knew we would get to talk to the people? This year alone, I mean...
2: Our vision board our knew. Our vision board knew. That's who. I'm s- universe I'm knew.
0: serious, though. Who knew? Like,
2: Yeah. I, we, I honestly didn't.
0: This year alone, guys, I mean, again, this is kind of the recap, but Lloyd Kaufman, you know, Joey Clift, uh, Stuart Pankin, Jonathan Mayberry, Stephen Tobolowski, Chris Ballou from the presidency of the United States of America. We had Transformers on the show, man. We had Cybertronic Spree. Yes, we did. Uh, John what? Machida Jr., Mr. Micro Machine himself, Ron Deshier. Yeah, Art Alexakis from Everclear. Um, Everclear. Which, guys. Everclear. Behind the funny guys, ever clear. Uh, Rhonda Shear, Andre Gower from the Monster Squad, Catherine Mary Stewart from Night of the Comet and Weekend at Bernie's. We had Mark Reznicek from the Toadies. We had Dennis Dykin from the Smithereens on here. We had Michael Lockwood. We know, Matt. We fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Lockwood from Lions and Ghosts, and he's played with everybody. Glenn Phillips yeah. from Toad the Wet Sprocket. And Shania Salt from freaking White Zombie. And then to end the season with Jim Kimo West from Weird Al is just, it's too much. It's too much.
2: I yeah. can only that think. a complete list? Because if you left one person off, oh, my God. No,
0: it's pretty much a list. It's like, no, I'm going <laughs> to <it> directly <laughs> off the website. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the list. That's, that's the list. Uh, I didn't get off that's, the website. That's
2: a pretty, that's a pretty star yeah. stuff. I knew that star. from is memory. I said Maybe Stuart, Stuart
0: Pankin. Stuart Pankin from Dinosaurs yeah. and. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. honey, honey, we blew up the kids, and it, it was just an amazing year, and we got to just create yeah. people. We had some good times. We did the the uh, trauma screening out of Humble Monk here in town, which was a blast. Um, we did the, uh, the horror film short screening, horror shorts, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. The Lights Horror I think is what Short called. Film Festival, yes, at, also out of Humble Monk. We've just done some really cool Looking stuff. to
2: some more really cool events, we're working
0: there. on it. Uh, we got it. We got, we, got, we we all got to get together on a really big one that we're talking about. And hey, man, we're gonna push for it. We might even get to go ghost hunting with the guys from Behind the Funny sometime Hell this year. Yes. So do that. You know, more stuff to come. That's one of the reasons why you need to be over on that YouTube channel because some of the stuff will be video and we will post it when we do things. So we just—it's been a great year. So to kind of look back on it fondly and to know that somehow magically we closed out the year with Jim West, it's just like, wow. I don't know. I've, I've had a great time. We're looking forward to more. So stick around. We've got, um, we've also had guests on the show the last couple of years. You know, uh, Patrick from scream Queens was on the show. We had metal Mikey on the show. Uh, obviously we just had the guys from behind the funny on the show, Matt went over and did an episode of Not a Bomb, you know, so <laughs> we have more guests lined up uh from other podcasts and just friends of the show. We had uh, Aaron Crow uh from Horror Hound yeah. Weekend came and did a show with us and <laughs> disturbed us beyond all belief, <laughs> better or worse, yeah, he did. <laughs> but it's just been a lot of fun and we thank you guys for taking the journey with us and we hope you stick around and hopefully we get more tapeworms on on board and uh yeah. you know Help us lose some weight. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the key is you gotta like eat like raw meat, like raw pork. Yeah, I think they <laughs> have Yuck. you know enough you know, tapeworms.
0: Okay, yeah. so with that
2: said, <laughs> 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 let's go Look, ahead. We all know how to get internal parasites.
0: We know that if we fans. keep down this path, we are going to tangent forever. I don't want to do that. I want to hand the reins over to Jim West and I want you guys to hear his words. And then uh, we will come back, we will close out this episode, and uh yeah, that'll be it for this season. Like I said, stick around though, we got more stuff coming. Let's go ahead and hand it over to our interview with Jim
3: West. Drop us a line. Our awesome email is your mixed state podcast at gmail.com. You can always leave us a voicemail too. 513 herad 77 That's 513-437-2377. Hey, you should be checking out the website, because it's awesome! www.themixtapepod.com Bios, upcoming interviews, links to shows and past guests, recipes... No, no, seriously, There's, there's like a recipe for pastry crack which is just awesome stuff. You you need to go check it out. Plus, you'll find ways to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and our fan page on Facebook, Tapeworms, fans of the Mixtape Podcast. Seriously, the website is awesome. And if you go there, you'll be awesome too. www.themixtapepod.com
0: yeah, Jim. It's uh, this is Jason, and we also have Matt there with us. That's that's my co-host. Hey. So, hey,
2: Matt, how's it going? <laughs> uh, very well, thank you very much.
0: Awesome, uh, awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show and and spending a few minutes talking to us. We won't,
4: uh, my pleasure.
0: We won't lie; it's uh, for us. is kind of like having a royalty on the show. It's kind of a big yes. deal for us. <laughs> <laughs> we of course have questions. We will ask. Uh, we have we have questions. We ask every one of our guests uh because mm-hmm. we'll ju- we'll just say that one of the guys you hang around with tends to get around in the music world a little bit. Um so uh-huh, yeah. We'll we'll at some point ask you the same question uh that we ask everybody here but first I actually want to talk to you about about you and about your solo career.
4: Sure. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: And and some of the other stuff you've worked on. We one of the things we like to do here a lot, we we talk about this a bunch. We reach out to people that we're interested in. That's the that's the beauty of doing a show like this. It's we get to talk to who we want, not who people tell us to talk to. So that's kind of what yeah. makes it so great for us. Cool. Um, it's
2: a very DIY situation. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and one of the things we like to ask all of our guests is, like, how did you get started? Like, when did you know you wanted to be a musician? And, and, and what were some of your early influences?
4: Well, you know, um, my older brother, uh, I have a brother who's uh, 10 years older than me. He, he played a little guitar, you know, just for fun. And I think when I was about 12, I I found his guitar in the closet and it had like three strings on it. And I started noodling around on it and he saw that I was interested. So he went out and got some new strings and a book and a capo and some picks and et cetera, et cetera. And just let me have at it. He didn't really teach me anything. He just, I just kind of started using these chord books and things. And anyway, uh, I just fell in love with guitar right from school, you know, right from that moment on and just, uh, just jumped right into it, and then by the time you know, literally four years later, I was playing professionally. Wow! Um, I was already playing when I was about sixteen. You know, making money and. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was in the art department in college, but after a while, I was like, you know, I think I like this music thing a little <laughs> better.
2: <laughs> it seems to have worked out for you.
4: <laughs> yeah, it has. I, I've pretty much just almost done music for uh, for my livelihood pretty much my whole life wow and, i mean i did have some jobs back in the old days but but i was always playing you know in bands or whatever
0: so what yeah. was what was your first guitar do you remember what it was
4: you know it was kind of a no-named arch top guitar i don't know what it was it could have been a silver tone or something but it was not easy to play and i don't know where that thing is now i think it's <laughs> I'm not sure where that thing is these days but anyway it was a. It was a piece of junk, but then you know once I got into guitar uh I really wanted a twelve string so my first real guitar was a twelve string i don't even remember what brand it was it was kind of a small body twelve string it was kind of a cool guitar and then of course, I got into electric guitar and I bought a i think my first i think I had a couple of different electric guitars I, oh yeah I think my parents bought me this little solid body vox guitar. Mm. And um I had a borrowed amplifier that was literally made out of a radio, you know. <laughs> and uh and then I, I eventually um you know, was making a little money, so I bought myself a brand new Fender telecaster and um Nice. That was a step up and then eventually I thought, Oh, I think I need a Les Paul and I Graduated to a Les Paul. And by the time I was like 17, I had a Les Paul and a 100 watt Marshall amp.
2: <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that, that's kind of the same. The It seems to be the thing that happens with guitar players is they just go, Oh, I think I need another one. Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably get like five or six more of these things.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, in those days, I really couldn't afford to have more than one guitar. So I would sell one and get something else, you know. Oh, yeah. It was a while. It, was, it took me a while to, to get to the point where I could just keep guitars and keep buying them, you know. But, uh, but in those days, I was—I um, mean, I loved my uh, Telecaster. And then I, I used the, the Les Paul for many years, and um, but I was playing a lot of gigs where it was maybe three, three and a half hours a night, you know, in clubs and stuff. And mm. after a while, it was getting <laughs> heavy, you know. because things yeah. are heavy. So it's at some point anger, I basically. <laughs> yeah, at some point, I just decided, you know, I think I want to switch to a Strat just because it was the Les Paul was too heavy. So I think I sold the Les Paul and I got a Strat, and more or less been a Strat player. Ever since, but um, I've got all kinds of guitars here. I don't even know how many I've got.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wish I could say that. (laughs) I don't even play well. Like, I don't, I wouldn't call what I do even really playing, but there's something about guitars, man. They're like works of art. Matt and I talk about it a lot. It's like, we just want to buy them, but we don't know
2: why. We just want to own them. You know? <laughs> I haven't played in many years yet. I have a whole closet full of them. Yeah, right fair. Just, yeah. Eh, well, you know.
4: sometimes, sometimes you pull pull a guitar out of the closet you haven't played for a while, and you realize that it's worth like five times as much money. Yeah, that's, now. True. that's true. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: Sometimes that happens, you know. But uh, yeah, I've I've this. I got to a point where I didn't have to really, you know, sell a guitar if I wanted to get a new one. So I <laughs> they ended up. Piling up here. I had, although over the years, I mean, I wish I would have. would have held on to those original guitars that I had, like the Telecaster and the Les Paul. They would be worth a lot of money. Yeah, I'm
0: sure they would. Yeah. But
4: anyway, I um, yeah. Anyway, I uh, I just kind of moved on. Although I do have, I think I do have, I still have my first Strat. I've still got that one. That's probably worth some money. But it's a. I don't play it that much, but it's nice. It's a nice guitar. I, I used it for many. In fact, I used it. Um, In the very beginning of the Weird Al, when I started joining, when I started playing with Weird Al, um, and there's a few pictures you can see. uh, I think the first few little tours I did with Al, and also recording, I was using that guitar.
0: That's cool. So
4: yeah,
0: you're kind of your solo career. The thing you're kind of famous for now is slack key, and I got to be honest. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I grew up in a house with musicians. um, You know, multiple bands. My stepdad owned a recording studio at one time. But I had never heard of this. I know Matt, you had heard of this um yeah, can you can you talk a little bit about what Slack key is and like how you came across it like how you discovered it?
4: yeah well, slack key um it's not it's only starting to get known on the mainland. It was one of those styles of music that was uh, played at home mostly in Hawaii. you know nobody went nobody played it performed it publicly. It was always a, kind of a family or like a back porch type music sure. you know. Like bluegrass was in the old days, it was just a, a family music. People would sit around at parties and family gatherings and play. Slack key uh, essentially means that in Hawaiian they call it kiho alo, which means loose on the key. So the way it worked was when guitars were first brought to Hawaii, they were brought by these um, these Spanish cowboys. King Kamehameha III had uh, hired these vaqueros, Spanish cowboys, to teach the Hawaiians how to rope cattle because. Many years ago, in the I think like late 1700s, one of the explorers, George Vancouver, he had given King Kamehameha the first. had given him a gift of three head of cattle, two cows and a bull. And you know, 40 years later, they had exploded in population, and they were running all over the place. And uh, his successor decided they needed to hire these Spanish guys to teach his people how to rope cattle. So they had guitars with them, and they left. did uh, the Hawaiians were? pretty mesmerized by the guitars and um the spanish vaqueros left some of them behind and hawaiians really didn't like the normal tuning that you know when you strum a guitar in the normal what they call spanish tuning it doesn't really sound like much you know so they would just slack some of the strings down and and let it create a chord of some kind and and uh, each family would have their own way of doing it you know they'd have their own little recipe and different Mm -hmm. tunings and so there's hundreds of tunings in slack key. But anyway, the way I discovered it was um, I think I had heard of it a little bit. Um, and I had played in open tunings because there's other genres of music that use open tunings, so Irish music and blues.
0: Yeah.
4: So I definitely experimented with playing in open tunings. I wasn't new to it. But when I first went to Hawaii um, in the mid 80s, the house I was staying in, I, I stayed with you know people who lived there and they had a lot of Hawaiian music records and they had a lot of slack key guitar records. And when I heard that music, I just really fell in love with it because it sounded so much like the place. I was in a, a little town called Hana Maui. It's very rural and uh, just, you know, one gas station and two little stores and a lot of chickens and horses and cows and stuff. And, but anyway, the the slack key music just really sounded like the way the place looks, you know. And um, I just like to listen to it for a number of years. I didn't even really try and play it. But then after a while, it just kind of crept into my uh, Consciousness. I started writing my own slack key songs just, just for fun. And um, at some point somebody said, well, you've got 12 songs. Why don't you make a CD? And, um, you know, I'd record the songs so that I wouldn't forget them. So I was like, well, I, yeah, I got them all recorded. I, I hadn't really considered making it any kind of commercial and, you know, project or, or making money with it. It was just something I did for fun. But anyways, they people convinced me to make a CD, and I put my first CD out in on 1999, and um, I got a lot of great response. I had a couple of record release parties in Hawaii, and um, I got all of a sudden I was meeting everybody. And then the guy who who does the Slack Key festivals invited me to, to play the Maui Slack Key Festival, and uh, you know I just met everybody in the in the Hawaiian music world, you know, and um, for, and from that point on. Um, uh, I just was inspired to just keep doing it. and um, But, you know, the one thing I, I will add that was a little strange for me was that I'm, I was used to playing in bands. You know, um, I'd never played by myself solo before. Really? So, you know, when, when, you know, once this record came out, then I had to do some shows. And at that time, they weren't. They weren't big shows. They were maybe at like Borders or Barnes and Noble. And, you know, back when they had shows in those kind of places. Yeah. And, but still, you know, there'd those. be like 30 or 40 or 50 people there. And I was like, I had to, you know, perform by myself. So, I mean, I, I sweated it out there for a while because <laughs> I was not used to being the focus of attention. <laughs> so, but I got used to it. And, um, and now I don't have any problem with it. But that's, uh, that's more or less how it started.
2: That's crazy.
0: So, you were talking there for a minute about starting the slack key stuff and 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 kind of going around doing things on your own. I mean, no slouch. I think you've had what like thirteen, fourteen solo albums at this point. On, yeah,
4: probably something like that. Uh,
0: on top of that, you're 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 touring all the time. You you won a Grammy. What last year was it that you won a Grammy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, last year, yeah. So you're no slouch at it, is what we're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you must have some talent out While there, you your are slacking, you are not.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, luckily, I, I, it's just something, like I say, I've done all my life, and I enjoy doing it, and um, I've had some good luck as well. Uh, it's a combination of just, you know, getting your... Uh, your game up to a certain level and then also being being available and and when those opportunities strike because sometimes you could have you know you could have a great opportunity but you might not be prepared enough and and it's gonna or vice versa you can in fact i know a lot of musicians like this especially in la that are incredibly talented but they just don't they just you know sit at home and they or they don't really get out and you would never know they're around, you know, because they just don't have much of a presence anywhere, you know. So, so they don't get a lot of work because of that. But, um, I've been lucky, I've been lucky, and uh, and I'm lucky that I enjoy doing it. It's not a, a job for me, it's, it's always fun.
0: It's always a plus, right? That's always a yeah. huge plus. So, yeah. you can
2: do what you love.
0: Okay, obviously, we've mentioned uh, Al's names come up a couple of times, but Matt has a question that we usually ask sure. yeah. We usually ask everybody at the end. Uh, so, well, and this, is, we're obviously goofing a little bit on you, but Matt, do you want to ask the question we ask every single person that comes on this show?
2: Yeah, uh-huh. and, um, Mr. Mr. West, um, <laughs> have you ever met and or had any interaction with Weird Al? <laughs> yeah,
4: this is a yeah. genuine
2: question we actually ask
4: people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. It, and I'm sure our listeners are tired of hearing the origin story of it, but it, his name just kind of
0: everyone came we up talk one to one day,
2: <laughs> and everyone we've talked to has had. <laughs> a, an interaction so we were just like eh, let's just make it part of the show let's just ask everybody <laughs> <has."> <laughs> in the, and we figure you're probably the perfect person to answer this question
4: yeah well uh <laughs> you know i i met al in the early 80s so i've had lots of interaction with al but i <laughs> but al is you know he's a he's a really nice guy and he's very available he's not like a secretive you know kind
2: of person sure. so
4: he he gets out and he meets a lot of people and um, a lot of people do have stories about, about meeting Al for sure. <laughs> we've oh, heard yeah.
2: some. He, we've heard some great he, he ones. He appears out of nowhere usually.
0: <laughs> a lot of the Al stories we hear are these like brief interactions where he just sort of appears and disappears. <laughs> and it's
2: <laughs> but he leaves <laughs>
0: like a lasting mark whenever he does it, which I think is really cool. So
2: <laughs> a while back, we were actually talking to Dennis Dykins from the Smithereens, and, and we mentioned how how like just completely talented. Everybody in in Al's band is just being able to mimic di- all the different styles that you guys play and just make it sound just spot on. Uh, what what did what's the writing process like when you guys start working on like a, a new parody song? Or
4: just well, any, you know, um, you know, on the parodies, it's there's not really. I mean, basically, we our job is to recreate the original um, track, so there's not a lot of like we don't get together and rehearse them or anything like that. We, um, every song will have its different uh, needs, you know. Um, a lot of songs are uh, in pop music nowadays, a lot of Al's recent parodies, more recent parodies like White and Nerdy and things like that. Um, they were, you know, they're programmed tracks, you know. So we would... Um, I would often do a, all the keyboard parts because a lot of times there'd be no guitar. So oftentimes I would do the keyboard parts and the drummer would program the drum parts. And then we would just... Um, bring those tracks in or send them in electronically to the to the main studio where Al's working and then we'd spend an hour or so lining the tracks up and getting them you know, getting a nice mix going and then sometimes all that we'd required would be to Al to go in and record his vocals and and uh, and whatever else was gonna be on there. But but generally um, and then there's some tracks with that are gonna be have a more of a, you know, a live or rock and roll type band sound. Sure. And usually we would track bass bass and drums first. Um, but if it's a program track I do it all I, I even with guitar parts nowadays I do everything at my studio and then I send it over you know now for first, first like I say some of the tracks that are real kind of band sounding tracks we would record bass and drums in the studio and then uh, oftentimes then I do all my guitar overdubs here at, the, at my place but in the old days we'd record you know we record that you know when we had the the older days we would record everything in one studio and uh usually bass drums and one guitar part and then we'd start you know layering tracks and things like that but uh but for the originals we we will um al will have an idea sort of some some ideas and we will get together and and um and we rehearse those we get we figure them out you know we usually in a rehearsal studio and we we go through the song and and hash it out basically come up with parts and until al's happy and then once once he's happy we make a quick demo in the rehearsal studio and then we um and then we take it from there in in a real studio
0: it's just brought up constantly like how by other musicians i mean we're not just kissing butt here how talented they think the the entire band has to be to do what you guys do like it's (laughs) you don't just play one style uh, you guys do multiple styles
4: yeah, you kind of have to be a chameleon, you know, and um, understand these different styles and and you know play it with conviction. Um, and you know, I mean, there's I can, I mean, luckily Al's not doing any you know like classical guitar pieces or flamenco <laughs> or or like Alan Holdsworth or anything like that. <laughs> Just, you know, you know, there's certain things I would certainly would not be able to do, but um, within Al's scope of of music, I can I'm pretty confident at almost anything that he does. But I have had a lot of experience, you know. When you grow up playing in, in rock and roll bands and you do a lot of covers and you're, you know, yeah. trying to emulate the sound of different bands, you know. I guess I've had a lot of preparation over the years, but, but um, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy trying to just nail all these different vibes and also the sound, guitar sounds and things like that. It's
2: it's a yeah, challenge, think, yeah. and it's
4: uh, but I enjoy it.
2: I think one of the one more of my favorite stories about you know you guys doing some of the not necessarily like parodies but in the style of is you know dare to be stupid almost Mm -hmm. out devoing devo
4: (laughs) yeah like you just
2: wrote a better devo song than devo could you
4: know well you know I remember there was an interview with Mark Mothersbaugh was like you know where it's like you know he kind of said that he said you know they took he took what we do and and did it better and I hate him for it (laughs) something like that I don't know but uh but it's true that the uh, the video of Dare to Be Stupid which was made many many years ago was quite um I mean the song was amazing and the video was incredible and it was done way back you know it was for its time it was right. quite a spectacular video. Yeah.
0: So we have you know. a follow-up question that we also ask yes. everyone and this one
2: <laughs> we yeah. we
0: really being, don't know the answer to this one.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Being in the music world, you know, you have a lot of you know, obvious interactions with other musicians. Have you ever met or had any interaction with David Byrne from the talking heads?
4: Um, yeah, I met David Byrne one time um, at his a show at the Greek theater. Um, I was there as a guest of uh, Tom Schnabel, who is music director at KCRW in, in LA. It's a very, you know, kind of a uh, trend setting kind of a music uh, radio station. Sure. Public radio station at Santa Monica college. And I happened to be the guest of Tom's at the show. And, you know, we, um, of course, had the backstage, you know, thing and got to meet David backstage. Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't really get to say much to him, but I just basically said I love the show. And um, it wasn't Talking Heads, so it was one of his later, you know, tours.
0: Sure. Um, yeah.
4: But it was, uh, uh, but I've always been a been a huge, you know, fan of David Byrne and Talking Heads. And so I was a real thrill to at least be able to say I m- did meet him one time. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, it's those two. Cool. Those two names seem to come up a lot in people that we're talking mm-hmm. to. And I, I don't know what it is. Again, I guess just their reach in the community and their willingness to try new things, I guess, maybe just makes them accessible yeah. Yeah. to a lot of people. So, Yeah,
4: well... I'm happy to say I've met them both
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um,
2: more than the other, but yeah.
0: (laughs) And then we just discovered our, our, our new third question, but we'll wait to the end to ask that one because (laughs) that, that one's a fun one to go out on, I think. But, uh, yeah. Um, so can you describe what it was like, like when you first met Al and and what that first meeting was like and, and how the whole thing came about, how you ended up joining the band and, you know, just how that interaction went.
4: Yeah, sure. Um, well, Steve J, who plays bass to this day in the band, we were well, we had played in some bands before together, and he um, he had met Al when Al was recording his first album, and um, got the, got the job to play bass on that first, very first album, and um, he called me one day and and said, "Hey, i, I just you know, I'm playing on this record with uh, Weird Al." And I didn't really know much about Al. I, I think I had heard another one ride the bus somewhere, and I was like, "What is that?" You know. But I sort of knew who he was. And um, he said, he, "My, you know, they." Steve said, "Well, you know, Al's looking for a guitar player, and he's going to audition some guitar players." And I said, Duvall, does he have any gigs?" And he said, "Yeah, he's got some some paying gigs coming up." And so I went and um, auditioned for him. I just, you know, I think they sent me a cassette or something, and I probably learned a few tunes off the cassette and then i uh went to this um we used to rehearse down in hollywood at this real kind of dingy old rehearsal studio <laughs> and uh, i went down there and i don't know i guess he was auditioning i don't know how many people but um i just went down and played and sang and then you know he called me one day it goes well you got the gig you know and it's like okay you know <laughs> um and then, um, but you know, the thing is I did notice right from the beginning that his songwriting was very solid, you know, because yeah. I mean, of course I'm learning, learning the songs and even some of these very early songs, like happy birthday and things like that. I mean, it's like, Hey, you know, these are, these are, these are, you know, he's no slouch in the songwriting department. He's they're very well crafted, you know? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I immediately, uh, gained respect for what he does he, right from the beginning, you know, cause it was, like I say, these songs were very well crafted and, they just got better and better over the years.
0: It's it's kind of weird, <laughs> no pun intended, but it is really <laughs> weird to think that you guys like. I mean, there have been other parody artists out there, but no one quite to the level that 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 he is. Like it just doesn't happen, and I don't mm. know why that. I mean, you had early stuff like Ray Stevens and doing like sillier stuff, but and it's it's very odd to me that you just he kind of cornered the market, and he. You're right, he's so good at it. The lyrics when you compare them to the actual song, how many things he makes fit has always been kind of amazing to me. Uh, growing, yeah, up.
4: yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't just, you know, throw something out there. He works at yeah. it and gets it. He really refines it. And, you know, in, in some parodies, I mean, sometimes he's parodying a song where the actual lyric, uh, the original lyric is just almost nothing, you know, just right. very ridiculous. And then he's, then he comes up with this whole super creative lyric, you know, that, You know, so a lot of people like Al's version better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's happened to me a few times. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. We
2: actually like to play a little game, put your phone on shuffle on whatever audio service you're listening to, and then just wait and find out, is it Madonna or (laughs) Weirdo?
0: Which one (laughs) is it? (laughs) We won't know.
2: It's like, (laughs) if you can guess it within the first, like, 10 seconds, I guess when a cookie or something.
4: Yeah, it's a good
2: game. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I will say that uh, my my nephew had a fun little experience one day. He actually discovered Amish Paradise. He was like probably 15 or 16 at the time. He's 19 now, I believe.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, he sent me a message. He's like, oh, my God, have you ever heard this song, Amish Paradise? It's hilarious. And I was like, yeah. Have you ever heard Gangsta's Paradise? He's like, what's that? I was like, oh, this is the best, this is the best moment that could possibly happen when somebody discovers Weird Al before they discover the song great. that he's parodying. So, I, yeah, it's one funny of because my favorite things that's happened.
4: Yeah. And it's funny because Gangster's Paradise was, I mean, basically the music of a Stevie Wonder song called Pastime right. Paradise. You know, so it's kind of like Al did a parody of a song that was a cover of another song.
2: <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's we're. I'll be you know, full disclosure on it. Like we're, I grew up pretty obsessed with your guys' music. Um, both Al, yourself, Steve, John, Ruben, all of you guys. I managed to. I got to go see you guys a couple years back in uh, Cincinnati, and I. I just mm-hmm. want to say like, mm-hmm. and I'm again not just saying this. Hands down. People ask me to this day I've I've been to lots of concerts and they say well, what was the best concert you've ever been to and I was just like weird out you guys the show wow. that gets put on is a am- from beginning to end it's amazing I would imagine Oh well
4: thank you so much
0: I would imagine there has to be a lot of work that goes into those live shows
4: Yeah yeah there's a lot of preparation you know it's well thought out and I mean on this last tour we were doing all the deep cuts you know so Essentially, we just basically learned, you know, 40 or 50 songs and had them ready to go. And then Al would come up with a different set list every night, you know, as opposed to the big show where all with the big video screens and the costumes and all that stuff. So, you know, even though this tour, I wouldn't say it took as much preparation, the the big tours with the video and all the complicated technology, those definitely take a lot of. (laughs) preparation
0: that's what i got to see (laughs) it was it was amazing Uh, we left that night i i think i told everybody there were there were a there was a group of us that went together a bunch of us guys that grew up listening to throughout high school and i remember telling people like i left my face hurt from laughing and smiling so much the entire (laughs) night and i talk about it to this day and i know people that have seen the concerts and they understand certain parts but like I was like, you don't understand. When they do the Star Wars stuff, they all come out, like, dressed in Star Wars outfits. And when they do fat, <laughs> he, he comes out in a fat suit. And he jumps, and, and they all hop. It's fantastic. Like, it was, like, the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but musically, again, it, 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 it would be one thing if the show was fun, but the music wasn't there. But the music's there, too. And so it's, it's hard not to enjoy a, a concert. It really... Yeah. Everyone needs to go. Well, it
4: is, it, it is a good show. And, and it's one of those shows that can be enjoyed by an eight year old or an 80 year old. You know, it's a it has kind of something for everybody, you know?
2: Yeah, this is true. And I unfortunately have never
0: seen you. guys. Well, prefer- we'll, we will fix that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> please do.
2: Please do. My sister decided to completely rub it in my face one day. She sent me a picture of two tour buses and I was like, what's that? And she goes, that's Weird Al's tour bus. I was like, what? why are you, cause I knew she was at work. I was like, why are you near weird Al's tour bus right now? She's like, he's performing across the street. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, oh my God. Are you serious? And yeah, she was, uh, she, oh my God, Topeka. She was in Topeka, Kansas. Oh yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. This is, just you know, this last tour. This yeah. summer. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yep. I was, uh, I remember it.
2: She works directly across the street from where you guys played. Oh, <laughs> okay. Could not help but rub it in my face. She's like, I'm going to just watch out the window and see if I see him. I was like, OK, cool. Um, take a picture of that, I guess, and send me that. But yeah, it was a uh, uh, it was not a fun day for me. So I'm like, are you kidding me? You're like that close to greatness and you're talking me with it. I hate you right now.
4: So.
0: What's was, it like? I what's it, it like being around, questions. you know, Al on a regular basis and all the members of the band, like not just professionally, but socially? I mean, I'm sure they're all well, not sure. I know they're all very talented. <laughs> but so what's it like when you guys get together?
4: Well, you know, um, we, we, uh, Al's, a, you know, Al's pretty quiet. He's, um, he, you know, he's got his own kind of suite in the back of the tour bus. So he's, he's back there. If he's not in the venue, he's usually back there in his room. Um, but, you know, Al's a really nice guy. Everybody's, everybody's great. We don't necessarily, you know, when we have a day off. It's not like we all just hang out together because of course we see each other every day at the venue, you know. So we often kind of go separate ways and do different things. And we, you know, might meet up with friends we have in various cities and things like that but yeah it's all good you know we uh we travel overnight on the tour buses but usually it's we're up for a little bit but then everybody goes to bed at a certain point and we ride to the next place the next hotel sometimes our tour manager on a day off will schedule some kind of fun thing and we'll get a bunch of people will join in and we'll like once we were in this small town just as a halfway point so the drivers could sleep so she rented out a whole bowling alley and we had a big bowling party
2: (laughs) that sounds awesome (laughs) <laughs> bowling with Weird Al would be great Yeah yeah Sounds like a talk yeah. show or something
0: <laughs> uh, What yeah. is that yeah, yeah. Riding with Coffee in cars with comedians It should be like Bowling with
2: Al okay.
4: <laughs> so Yeah it would be great. good
2: Do you have any uh, Fun interesting stories of uh, The touring life that you could uh, Share other than the Bowling Alley story <laughs> Anything that just like stands oh, out You guys throwing are... TVs out of hotel Windows and
4: <laughs> you know, no, we never... Led Zeppelin stuff <laughs> Never really did that, but I mean geez it's be so many stories over the years you know it's hard sometimes it's hard for me to just pull them out of my head or right, uh, you know like that but i uh, but we also you know there's a lot of fun stories from recording as well you know being in the oh, studio yeah. uh, I remember one there was one song where Al wanted to record some have this very special sound of the backup vocals he brought in a tank of helium and now we breathed helium <laughs> and then we sang our backup <laughs> vocals on helium. <laughs> So you you said he's
0: you said he's quiet. Um, you know, obviously, what people see on TV and stuff are just the interviews and stuff. But does he does he get silly at times with you guys? I mean, I imagine he has to, right? He, oh yeah,
4: yeah, you know. I mean, once we if if we start interacting in that way, <laughs> he can be he can be pretty pretty crazy. But um, but you know, he usually round us. He doesn't break into his real. Crazy onstage persona, you know. It's you mean that's not just him twenty four seven. No,
2: he's not all Hawaiian shirts. And
0: <laughs>
2: not
4: always.
0: But, I mean, uh, it, would, it would listen for for those of us who who watch him on TV and listen to him and stuff. That's what we want, but for those of, of him, you know, like you know, people who are related to him, it might drive them a
2: yeah. little crazy.
4: <laughs> it's 24- twenty-four.
0: <But> like,
2: okay, <laughs> can, can you switch off the weird and bring back the owl, please?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. He's he's pretty, he's pretty laid back, but he's got a great sense of humor, of course, and
0: obviously, and it and it looks like yeah. you guys have a ton of fun when you're up there, and it, it's oh it, yeah, it's just so much fun to watch. Again, coming from that background where I've been around musicians who played not, you know, just for the love of it, you can tell you can tell when somebody's doing it because it's have you ever I mean, we've all seen somebody that's up there playing because it's a job. And it's so obvious the difference yeah. between those who are doing it because for them it's fun and they love it. So
4: Yeah, yeah I guess that's why they call it playing music playing music. It's like <laughs> you know, it's, it's playing. <laughs> I
0: like it. I like it. Having well fun. um, you know, we don't want to keep you too long. Uh, we do appreciate the time with you. I do want to ask, sure. obviously, if you have any uh, upcoming tour dates or anything you're currently working on um, where people can find your albums, where they can kind of follow you a little bit online.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got um, I, I do have some holiday shows coming up in December because I you know, I have a couple of these holiday uh, slack key records that are quite big sellers. Actually, they're really nice records. Anyway, so I do these holiday shows live in, around the L.A. area, but I'm also doing a live stream that you can tune into from anywhere. And that's on uh, December 18th, uh, which would be, I think, 4 p.m. Pacific. But it's I'll be doing uh, a live stream of that there'll be some hula. There'll be some, you know, it'll it'll nice. be really fun. And um, if you want information on that or, or my CDs, or all that stuff is, is available on my website. It's uh, jimkimowest.com, J-I-M-K-I-M-O-W-E-S-T.com. com. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. One thing I've been um, having good luck with lately is I have this, uh, this really nice kind of guitar-shaped USB drive that, in, in like this engraved box. And it has all of my albums on it. Well, it has 11 albums on it there's a couple that I did that were commissions that I can't legally put on there, but, but it has like 11 albums and a whole bunch of singles and art, album artwork and everything. So it's all on one like boxed engraved USB drive. And those have been really popular. I'm selling a lot of those lately. And, um, it's a good deal because I think they're like 60 bucks, and but you get like 11 out. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty intrigued, actually. <laughs> I'm listening yeah. to you going, yeah. okay. We're, we're a bit of the uh, the collectors yeah. in the world right now. And that, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that – I know. I'm, I'm instantly collection.
0: like, guess where I'm going yeah. as soon as we get <laughs> off here.
4: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. I, 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 a, few, a couple of years ago, I started uh, – about three years ago, I started selling – some usbs but they were just regular wooden like bamboo usb drives but but i found these ones that are boxed, and it's a beautiful box and it has my name engraved on it the guitar has my name on it and very you know it's just such a nicer nicer much nicer product you know so um those have been really popular and of course i have cds and downloads and i don't have a lot of other you know like merchandise i think i have some tote bags and things like that but i don't have a lot of coffee cups and t-shirts and stuff. Maybe one day I'll to get into that. <laughs> I don't
0: know who needs coffee cups and t-shirts so, when I can get guitar shaped USB Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I just, with all your thing, music on it. Cool. Yeah. That seems yeah. cool enough for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's pretty great. I just, I just looked it up. Yeah. It's
4: a cool little item. Yeah. And, uh, I've been shipping out a lot of those lately. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, again, w- Thank you so much for coming on. Like it's, it's. I don't know if you could tell, a little nervous, a little flustered, which is weird because we talk to a lot of people, but there's just some where you get them on and you're
4: like, you're like,
0: oh my god, I can't believe
2: completely flubbed a question. So So, So it's all good. I
4: appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to. Be part of your show. So thank oh, you.
2: No, the pleasure is all ours, trust me.
0: Now we we <laughs> said earlier we had one more question yeah. to ask before we go out. out.
2: Oh so,
4: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
2: Matt, do you yeah, want to take is, that one? This is a fairly new one. So uh you know the Muppets, right? You know? Sure. Okay. They're another like kind of weird inspiration oh, very that people weird, have yes. mentioned on the show. <laughs> it just keep they keep popping up in some way, shape, or form. I guess our question <laughs> would be if you were a Muppet. Which one would you be
4: <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a good one I don't know, you know you know I'm pretty tall so I could be big bird, you know, and of course the drummer the drummer is always animal always you know, right? right yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> big Bird, Big Bird, totally counts. I think that um, works. Yes. <laughs> who, who said snuffleupagus? Uh, we had somebody say snuffleupagus. That was Glenn Phillips. Oh, wow. yeah. was that? It was Glenn Phillips. Glenn yeah.
0: Phillips from yeah, yeah. from to the Wet Frog. He said he would be snuffleupagus.
4: <laughs> We're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fair.
0: I think Big Bird totally there, there works. Wrong answer. I think Big Bird totally works. I could, I could, yeah. I could well, see you it. Know, I mean,
4: you know, a big Bird with a guitar. I mean, that's a pretty. That's a pretty cool image, you know. They have good big birds slinging a, you know, a Les Paul around. I think would be pretty cool, you know. I want to see that now.
2: (laughs) Shredding, eat it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jim, we we really really appreciate it, man. It's 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 we kind of get to this point, Matt and I do, where it's like we start zoning when we talk to musicians because what Mm -hmm. you guys start talking about music and we we just start listening and we kind of forget we're, we're kind of music nerds. And yeah. so it's like, all we want to hear is about your, like, we want to hear about the music. We want to hear what you like and what you yeah. listen to how and to how you got started. Which and, Muppet
2: are you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we really, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes with us tonight. Like it's, uh, my,
2: my
4: pleasure, my pleasure. And, uh, let's stay in touch and we'll, you know, we'll do it again.
0: Down yeah, the road that'd be great. That'd be Absolutely. fantastic. Aw, snap, we have a sponsor. I want to be clear, this is a cool sponsor, and you should—you really should just go check them out, like legit. Bustedtees.com. They have a huge selection of geeky hats, T-shirts, stickers, and socks. Themes from Star Wars and Star Trek to Harry Potter, Pac-Man, Back to the Future, other video game references, just all kinds of geeky, cool culture. You're definitely going to find something there that speaks to your inner geek. Here's the deal. At checkout, you're going to see a spot to enter a code. Type in my name, that's Jason, followed by the number 25945. That's Jason 25945. Get a pretty sweet discount. There's a link over on the website or head over to bustedtees.com and enter Jason 25945 at checkout. Bustedtees.com designs that pop culture as Matt is fond of
2: saying and we're back and we're back, <laughs> we're back. Yeah.
0: awesome awesome times great interview uh i will remember that one fondly forever uh, we want to thank jim for coming on the show really it was fantastic like i sometimes it's just unbelievable i'm like did this shit really happen is this really my life and it is and then I go to work and remember how much th- some of it sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this part's great, but the rest of it kind of sucks. So thank you, Jim, for coming on the show. Everybody, please go check him out, uh, website and Listen whatnot. Listen
2: to some Weird Al. Listen to some Jim some Jim West yeah. slack key guitar.
0: Uh, hey, uh, show notes. You can go to his website directly through our show notes. You can check it out there. And please do. He the
2: really cool USB guitar. Oh, my God, I want that about. thing so bad.
0: I yeah. want that thing. I'm going to have to buy one because that's just freaking cool. So there you go. Big Bird. Doing a little Googling during. <laughs> Big the, Bird. Yeah. Which I think is great. But <laughs> Big Bird is the Muppet. Yeah, and and, uh,
2: Snuffleupagus on the Glenn Phillips episode. Glenn Phillips says he was oh, Mr.
0: Snuffleupagus, and now we've got Big Bird. So there we go. <laughs> uh, hey, I did want to say that, like, that there should have been – I don't know what happened. When I posted the episode with Behind the Funny Guys, there was a whole couple of minutes – after the music that got cut out. So, yeah, I may just release it as some goofy stuff. We got some great behind-the-scenes with Behind the Funny.
2: Oh, yes, we did.
0: So, may release some of that over the next couple of weeks as well.
2: A lot of stuff you will never hear. Yep, there will be some of that. too hot for radio. Too hot for radio. (laughs) Too hot for most mixed companies.
0: (laughs) Hey, I want to give a couple shout-outs to Stewie D and uh, Spanky and even Noah Body, who you guys haven't heard in a long time. He's a young dude, and he's out there paving his paths. He hopes to be on again every once in a while when he can.
2: his wild oats.
0: Throwing people on the mat, jumping off the ropes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And wrestling. And wrestling. Um, Because those two things don't have to be
0: mutually exclusive. They don't. It'd be weird, but they don't. Uh, you know, they are a part of this show, you know, they, they come on when they can, they both have lives. We don't, but they do. Uh, so we do appreciate when they make it on and you will hear more from them this year. Obviously they will be on when they can. I know Spanky's working on some special projects and when we get that up and running for him, we will talk to you about that and we'll tell you where you can go check that stuff out. Uh, Matt, of course, is always working hard and, and diligently over there on the YouTube channel and trying to perfect that. It's really not his fault. It's our fault it's not perfected because we keep <laughs> screwing it up.
2: Um, yeah. Matt has been busting his he really ass. Has. Yeah. He really has. Yeah. I'm almost done editing a second video. Now you know what my life is like, yeah. my friend. <laughs> it sucks. I am not a good video editor. Now you see why Although, I was like... I was if like, you, uh, if you watch the Killer Clowns episode, you'll you'll see some creativity that I got oh towards the God. end. When I got a little
0: punchy. He he does like two things, guys. He has no idea. Like, everybody out there who vi- does video mm-hmm. editing is like, dude, oh, we do that shit all the time. Seriously, now you understand I why I was he like, was big deal for me. hey, man, I really want to do video, but I just don't have the time, what with the audio and everything I put into the show. So. Yeah. I appreciate everything you've been doing over there. It's it's starting to come together. And, hey, guys, again, a lot of work. So please go over and check it out, uh, our YouTube channel. You can find the links to that over on the website and through all of our social media. Really don't have much else to say. Again, please go over to the website. Check out all the friends of the show. There are links to their podcasts. Please go over and check them out. I mean, they're great. We love them all. That's why we share them. We like I said we got some really cool guests lined up, some really cool events. Come back, pay attention. We'll let you know when things are going down, and things will go down. I promise. Yeah,
2: we'll be yelling timber
0: this season. This season on the mixtape, Kevin gets a new slide whistle.
2: Yes, but my old oh, one's boy, very jealous. My favorite slide whistle, I can throw it everything. Also, oh, you see what victory. I did there? That's great. Special Woo. guest, Shaggy.
0: Matt, I've got something to send you, dude. I was on, uh, I was on Spotify the other day, and I was like, I want to listen to Reach Out, you know, uh, Four Tops, like, you know darling, reach out, whatever. I don't know. You know the song though.
2: I'm not very familiar with the Four I'll Tops. be yeah. there.
0: You know the song, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Michael McDonald does a version. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's great it's fantastic and i instantly thought of you and right. i'm gonna i would just right. send it over to you on spotify it's fantastic i'm like this is so good so it made me yes. think of Matt instantly so
2: i like randomly coming across michael mcdonald songs
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna but say i, I like randomly coming across michael mcdonald <laughs>
2: Ooh. just in public in the wild <laughs> Yeah, we're going to keep it that version. Uh-huh. You nasty. Nasty. You're so nasty.
0: Hey, guys, uh, you can write us. We are your mixtape podcast at gmail.com. You can call us. We are 513, I don't know, four three four
2: two three seven seven. 2377. See, this is what happens when Jay takes it away from me. Jay takes it away from hey, me. Hey, everybody. Give us a call at 513-437-2377. That's five one three Herad seventy seven. Call us anytime, day or night.
1: Call me. A you can call me any Blondie. Any time. Come
0: on. The show Please, hey. Debbie Harry. Please. Entire band. Uh yeah. Call us, email us, follow us on all our social medias, head over to uh Facebook. Facebook's always a pretty good time. I know that not everybody can say that, but our Facebook page, it actually there's a lot of interaction on there, so That's it's it's fun. it's happened. So come on over there and become a tapeworm, cause you know you it's want a to. It's groovy
2: time, y'all.
0: Hey guys, please subscribe to this and subscribe to the YouTube channel, and please share with all your friends, your loved ones. What what better gr- Christmas gift than an episode of the Mixed Day Podcast? Just
2: that they didn't ask for.
0: That they didn't ask for, but you <laughs> gave it to them anyway. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Please stick around next year. Again, we are not. There'll be some stuff coming down the line this year. Some supplemental stuff. Why? Because we know you're going to miss us if we don't do that And we yeah. will be back with uh, Season 4 Our show proper here in a few weeks Until then guys Christmas. we wish you all A Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday Merry Kwanzaa, we don't care what you celebrate We love you and we hope you have a good one Have a yeah. safe and Happy New Year Don't do anything we wouldn't do Don't do anything and we would you do You know
2: us, that's pretty limited oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You uh, wild guys <laughs> Dude, the last couple
0: years, I think last year I might have been asleep before
2: oh, yeah, midnight. I know. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock, I'm like, fuck I'm this, I'm tired. what no, time no, is it? it? Oh Man, if the world's on fire when I wake up, it'll make sense. Dude, so. God,
0: it's not midnight yet. Son of a bitch. So, <laughs> can we just can we just like can we just push the clocks up. forward a little bit? You know, <laughs> uh, that's it. Appreciate you guys. Please come back. Hey, remember until next we speak, which will be soon. I promise you. And a whole new season. Remember to always stay, stay awesome. awesome. Fuck that. That was not close good. Close. We're going to try that again.
3: Close.
0: Remember to always stay, stay awesome. awesome. You did that on purpose, and I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> I did. Shoot my food, I'm an up and remobile dude. This is a lie. Welcome to the uh, Mixed Day Podcast. It's fantastic to be honest. Uh What do you think there, Joey? Uh, oh, hey there. Uh, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> I love the <theoners>. audience. <laughs> Everybody wanted my bike. Wait, just the other day, Francis said, Uh, Francis! Mr. Francis is taking his bath. Really? Where are they hosing him down? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.